Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm with Jonathan. Hey, hey y'all. All right, today we're going over all the geek news, and uh, it's a lot of fun stuff going on right now. First of all, I want to give a shout out. We mentioned it already on Twitter. Uh, we have a giveaway going on, a new shirt giveaway. If you yes. guys drop us a review, you can have your choice of one of our shirts. And we got some good ones. One for Jonathan. Yeah. We got a Squeaks one, and we got uh, next month. So actually, no, this month, because it's the first, um, will be a Frank one. I have the uh, artist working on it right now. He's top notch. So there's that. Hit us up with a review on 4th of July episode. We will pull a winner and nice. get you your shirt. You can walk around with my face on your body. I mean, Do it now. Score, right? That's right. that's the way to win. Yeah. All right. Next up, I want to get us. I don't know if you heard about this. Mm. NBC mm-hmm. canceled. AV bio, AP bio. What? Are you serious? I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> I gotta turn you down a bit. <laughs> oh um, my god. We, we've just been talking about not too long ago how great that show is. And it's, I mean, it's not like revolutionary, but it's really. It's a really good show. It, yeah, it's cool. But it's I'm excited for the fight back it's having. So mm. Patton Oswalt, who plays the principal. Yeah. And uh, um, uh, Glenn uh, Howerton, he plays, he's. Uh, Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> I can't think of his name that. in the show. Yeah. But anyways, the main character, basically. Yeah. Uh, they're both pushing back on Twitter. They have a lot of followers, especially Pat Oswald. He's like god of Twitter. Yeah. But um, he's they're really pushing back. They're, everything they're doing is hashtag save uh, AP bio. So we're on top of this, too. We've been already been kind of getting out a lot of tweets out there hmm. about this. And our, our numbers are growing on Twitter. We're over 100 now, so thank you very much for that. But everybody, please, 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 Hashtag save AP bio. Really good yeah. show. Yep. Fun. There's two episodes that just came out um, on Hulu. If you haven't watched it, binge it. It's really good. It's a fast binge. And I, you know what? It's like, what I like about it is when you see all these shows, I'm going to reference Glee, but that's like oh, an old God. show. But when you see all these high school shows, it's a bunch of kids that don't make sense. Like, oh, they're a bunch yeah. of like pretty kids and stuff like that. Like, when I went to high school, it was with kids that were in AP bio. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, more yeah, realistic yeah. kids. Yeah. I like that. So that's and, one thing that Pat Oswalt's really pushing too. And I like that it's not all that you know feel good, you know, lovey dovey kid romance kind of stuff. It's all right. about the teacher who kind of doesn't give a, a shit about the kids themselves yeah. and all trying to go after his own personal gain and stuff. So yeah, it's, funny. it's it's really got everything you want. So you have yeah. like you have your schemer with with the Dennis character. We'll just keep calling yeah. him. But I, there is a way for him to fit. In the if story it's perfect, it's sunny. Oh, always sunny. Because he does it. leave it. So there's a chance that he's yeah. this is a scheme for him, and he's a schemer, so it's oh, great. Yeah. I like the, if you. I I gotta write the fan fiction for this. I like the idea of. If Dennis left the bar, mm-hmm. this is a scheme for him. And then in his, he's like imagining that he has his Harvard degree or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like trying to convince everybody. And this one guy that knows the truth, he's trying to bury him from the first season. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, there could be a very well-written bridge to that. There is, yeah, it, it, it's there. So, but anyway, so, uh, yeah. Hashtag save AP bio, guys. Get out there. Let's do this. this is a good show. And I, I really enjoy it. It's got a good cast. It's got a little bit of everything you want. Patton Oswald. His secretary, mm-hmm. hidden She's star hilarious. of the show. I yes. love her so much. Yes. She's so good. Her and the the girl with the big glasses. I can't remember her name. Oh my I god! No, yeah, boss. she's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. What do you want, Bossy? Yeah, I love <laughs> her. Funny. Oh man, she is she's shady. Yeah. She's the butcher's daughter. So if they do find a way to re up this and keep it going, what do you think? If they, I would love to see if they were to decide to try to make other series that were. I mean, because this isn't technically a spinoff of Always Sunny. No. But they should make a spinoff of Always Sunny. I have a show yeah. that's just about Charlie. Where did he go? Oh What's he doing? Oh, my God, yeah. Or, oh, or Mac. Yeah. Mac. Mac and D somewhere. Like, they Mac, decided to oh, stick together. Oh, I've got some ideas. I don't know if they'd be... Yeah. 
back in San Francisco because you know how they have that new line, mm. new story of his yeah. where he's now he's developing he's finding out that he's gay yeah. and so what if because you know how Mac works he works yeah. like he goes it's above and all beyond or nothing, yeah. all or nothing exactly yeah. so then I'm assuming he would go to the Castro like district try to like he's leading a in. revolution <laughs> yeah and he's just like he's trying so hard to fit in he's overdoing it yeah. oh that would be hilarious he's offending gay people <laughs> exactly because he's overdoing it yeah. oh man That'd be good. <laughs> that would be hilarious. All right. So what was, I'm sorry, I cut you off though. What was your question? Like what other spinoffs? Or? Oh yeah. What do you think if we were to see spinoffs like that, how successful would they be? I think that would be yeah. perfect. And I mean, like you're saying, write that little bridge that connects AP Bio to Always Sunny. Yeah. And then it just, I mean, it just has to be one episode that kind of ties them. Yeah, it really, yeah. It, and, it could be a short even. It'd be so fast. Yeah. And then we see like a, a Charlie series or, a, you know, D or Mac or something like that. Yeah. Charlie and Frank could have one and Dee and Matt can have one. <laughs> Charlie cool. and Frank. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, that'd be really good. And then after a couple of years, they come back for a big reunion and all of a sudden, you know. I can see one with Dee where it's like Sex in the City, but it's all scummy. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> sex in the Bronx. <laughs> you like Sex in the City, Talladega. <laughs> like, yeah. Give me some random city. <laughs> and they're like trying to dominate it. That'd be, that'd be funny. I can see uh, one thing I've always wanted. So this show kind of gives me like a community feel sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm watching it. It's yeah. the school environment stuff, the funny principal and everything. I would like to see a, a Always Sunny, or no, I'm sorry, a community spinoff, which can't happen now because Denal Glover's too too big, of Troy and Ovid in the morning. Yeah. If they made an old morning show, I always thought like if those two ever like good and hard times would make a podcast, you guys would nail a podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. Anyways, that's a really good idea. Yeah, any, any kind of spinoffs. All right, this is something we've been kind of wanting. We've been talking about in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we wanted to see a Knights of the Old Republic version of Star Wars movies, well, our wishes have been answered. They are making a Star Wars movie set in the Old Republic. I don't want to go too deep on this because we've already kind of addressed a lot of this. Mm-hmm. It's actually, this is nuts. It's going to be the third trilogy in development. Oh, wow. They're taking a break a little bit because there's too much Star Wars, but it's like they're going to get pent up and they know they're yeah. going to get pent up. So they're like, we're going to release three trilogies for you guys. There's uh, the regular storyline one that they're working on. There's one by the Game of Thrones guys. And this one is developed by, um, let me see her name here. I'm looking for her name. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Liara call Greedis. Oof, boy, thank you for a great name. <laughs> she she did Shutter Island, Alita, Alexandria, and Terminator Genesis. Both Shutter Island and Alita are amazing. Mm-hmm. And so what do you think of this? Are you happy first off with the three trilogy idea? Yeah, well I'm happy that they're they're telling us that there's no slowing down. I mean, I get like they put out a lot and to me from a business standpoint, they put out a lot of good material. Now it's time to just sit, slow down, and milk some of that merchandising and make a little bit more money on it. Yeah. Let people, you know, like it, enjoy it, and get satisfied with it, and then start releasing some some new content. But um, that's that's a lot. I mean, I, that is a lot. That's it, a lot it's for even be, them. Yeah. It, it's got to at least be over the next ten or fifteen years. It can't be. You know, we're gonna release three movies in two years, and then another three movies in another. Yeah, two or three years. Hopefully they kind of space it out comfortably. Yeah, because the idea of this break is because it has been a little bit too much. Solo didn't perform well. Although Solo is a lot better movie, especially the second time you watch it. Yeah. But it didn't perform well. Mm. And so they're kind of, they're, this is all in reaction to them, to them taking the break. Yeah. So I think one thing that people kind of don't account for is even a bad Star Wars movie is still a decent movie. Yeah. It it's a movie I enjoy watching. Yeah. You know? If you look back at time, I keep using this movie as an example and I don't know why. But Steel. Remember Steel when we were kids? (laughs) That's a terrible movie. Uh But as a kid, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think nowadays, we as adults, 
especially um, we fit exactly this category. We review movies that are actually intended for kids yeah. and act as like, this is not addressing my adult needs. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily meant to. That's Star true. Wars started out as a fun romp space opera that was really tailored for kids who wanted to play with lightsabers. Now that you mentioned Steel, thinking about it, I really liked as a kid the steampunk part of it where he's building his yeah. own suit and stuff. And then that was very well replicated in the first Iron Man. I realized yeah. that must have been, or I, I imagine that was, maybe they didn't know or didn't tie those two together, but that was a very good. They Well, Ste- okay, so Steel is actually a DC character. Yeah, okay. he's he's a spinoff from Superman. He's a, he's actually a big Superman fan, yeah. and you know Iron Man, Iron Marvel. So there, there's a gap there. But they're using the but, same appeal, right? They um, are using yeah. yeah I see what you're uh, saying. Yeah, like the aesthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really That's like cool. Steel as a kid. I haven't watched it since. Yeah. I'm afraid to. Great movie to totally redo right now without Shaq in it. But yeah, yeah. it'd be cool to have a Shaq cameo. Okay. Yeah. Quick uh, question. Idris Elba, done. 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 Oh man, just so done. Yeah. And if you want to do flashbacks to when he's young, um, who were we just talking about? Donald Glover. Boom. Done. You just casted this movie. It's yeah. perfect. I'll, I'll start production soon. All right. Who's doing Kazam? <laughs> uh, no, Shazam. No, Kazam. Kazam. Is it? Wait, is it Kazam? No. Now I'm confused. No, Shazam is Shazam. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's Kazam. Yeah, you're probably right. But who who's okay. going to play that genie? Um. Oh, the genie. Um. Will Smith. Will Smith. If if this, he kind of nailed it. I yeah. Gotta, I gotta say. I didn't see it yet. I've I'm not a waiting. big fan of the whole movie just because the acting for actual Aladdin I think was pretty bad. Really. But Will Smith killed it. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's good. That's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I was really surprised by that. Hmm. Uh, also, for the Star Wars movies, we're getting uh, Knights of Ren is actually coming back for the new Star Wars movie. Everybody's kind of like, where did the Knights of Ren come mm-hmm. or go? They're coming here. And then uh, in more Star Wars news, Galaxy's Edge opened up in Disneyland, and we're sending a reporter. (laughs) (laughs) Squeaks is going down next week, I think it is. He'll come back with some info and let us know how it is. I've been watching a lot of clips and videos from it. It looks wonderful. So where where is it and what is it? It's the Star Wars-specific park? Yeah. Part of the park? Part of the park, yeah. Yeah. So in Disneyland, okay, you know where Thunder Mountain is, right? Yeah. It is basically, I would say, north of Thunder Mountain. When you're on Thunder Mountain, you can see them making it. Okay. So it'll be north of Thunder Mountain and kind of by Toonland. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. I was thinking like north of Thunder Mountain is, is Toonland, but yeah. over Yeah, in so it, I think they actually took some of Toonland to make be- this. Because there was already the like Star Wars Museum or something like that, right? That that place you go there in that may has... have. Oh, no. That, you're thinking about... Maybe, uh, yeah, there it was Star Wars attractions in Tomorrowland. Yeah. yeah, there, yeah. That... I think is going to be removed. Actually, it might still be. Star Wars is too big. It might still be there. Yeah. That's it might become more Marvel-y because they do have a Marvel mm, attraction there. Yeah. Which would be just so smart. They cool. might as well. Yeah. Anyway, so I've been watching a lot of clips from there. They got like a lot of droids. They have so many cool things. They have blue milk. You can literally drink the blue milk from uh, episode four. So I'm excited to go. I'm going in November, but Squeaks will come back with a report on how things are going. Cool. It's been pretty interesting so far. I need to go apply for just being a stormtrooper wandering around. That's you know, cool. uh, oh, you know what's really cool? They're filling their ranks, the stormtrooper ranks, with mm-hmm. the 501st group. Oh yeah. Are you familiar with the 501st? That it's a it's a fan club, right? Fan club of yeah. guys who dress in appropriate, like actual movie appropriate attire yeah. of the five of stormtroopers mm-hmm. and come to events. So if you have a like a Make a Wish event, yeah. some sort of charity, you have some sort of Star Wars themed parade, they'll come out there yeah. and they have a fan club and they'll march for you. So they must like register together in some like group, right? So yeah, they it's know, actually like this is Ted, that's so and so, that's so and so from the, these districts or whatever. And they'll yeah, they'll have together. like actual cards saying I'm the five hundred and first. That's cool. So Which, you meet up at a convention and you guys all get together and you you know validate like this is an actual 
you know, another member of my group, not just yeah. some stranger coming in. The nice thing about being part of that group too is they have pretty high standards. Like you have to actually act as a stormtrooper. Like yeah. You have to be, you know, authentic. You can't yeah. just be some guy on Times Square. So that's cool. That makes it so much better. Yeah. And the 500 first is actually a reference from the movies mm-hmm. in the, the world in general. <clears throat> it's uh, Darth Vader's personal guard. Mm. So that's actually the stormtroopers you see marching with him are always the 501st. And so it's just, I mean, it's a little extra amazingness. That's you cool. Know, that's kind of neat. All right. Next up, Rotten Tomatoes. I really like this. And this is actually something that Pushing Buttons talked Did we mention the Pushing Buttons Kyle thing? Um, I don't know if we mentioned that. We didn't. I, I will mention it right now. Oh. So uh, just a quick aside. I have another podcast, uh, a lot of you guys are probably familiar with it, called The Outlast Podcast, where we review Survivors with me and my mom, actually Jonathan's mom as well. Oh yeah. Uh, we review Survivors, it's it's really going off quite well, you know, some episodes are really hitting it big and out there. Well, we have a, a, a fan of both podcasts is Kyle, he's actually a member of The Outlast, or of <laughs> Pushing Buttons, I, I suggest you guys check out their, their podcast as well. And he has been doing fantastic on this keto diet, he lost 35 pounds, God. which is amazing, Total props to you, man. And now is going is trying to go on Survivors. He's on his second interview for Survivors. So we're with you, Kyle, man. We hope you get on there. If you do, man, we you have our number one fans are sitting at this table right now. So Thank you. keep it up, man. That's that's fantastic. So, anyways, they were talking about review bombing on uh-huh. their episode. And what what this is is we'll give a good example. Borderlands 3 comes out, mm-hmm. right? And they're they're talking about, oh, it'll be exclusive to Epic Store, it'll be this, it'll be that. And a lot of people aren't happy with this. So to vent their frustration they'll go on to steam and into the borderlands two and one mm-hmm. use their reviews to sit there and complain about number three and bomb it so instead of going five stars we'll just use stars for example five stars on the game they'll go one star and saying borderlands three is only gonna be on the epic store that's stupid or borderlands three has too many guns whatever that's stupid and and bomb those ones so then as a new consumer you're going into borderlands one or two and seeing like man this thing's only got like two stars yeah. well i'm not gonna buy this game no borderlands one and two are excellent games yeah People are complaining about Borderlands 3, a whole different game set, I mean, not set, but like actually taking place, you know, being made five, ten years later on, they're complaining about it in the wrong game. Hmm. So this is a problem all over the place. People use do this in the movies too. If they don't like the new Ninja Turtles, they'll review bomb another piece of content from the same director or something like that. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes is coming out. They're, they're, they've been a big source of reviews and, and quick, you know, lately. So they're adding this verified ratings and reviews. Uh, in February, they ditched the uh, pre-release want-to-see review they used to use, a percentage, and now they're going with just a tally towards just like, oh, 17,000 people want to see the new Star Wars. We'll use that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're starting this new thing where uh, you know, at launch, if you've purchased a tur- uh, ticket from Fandango, which is usually me, AMC Theaters, Regal Cinemas, or Cinemark, including myself on that one too, um, you can say, like, I verified that I purchased this ticket when I'm giving my review. Uh, so now, as a person looking for reviews, I can see that the new Transformers has a thirty percent review, or I can look at the review, the verified people. Like, oh no, it's actually sixty from mm-hmm. people who went out and saw the actual movie. Yeah. Now, the way they review, the way they verify this is, mm-hmm. you have a phone number registered with Rotten Tomatoes when you're giving a review, and you have a, a phone number registered with the theaters that are participating in this. So mm-hmm. I have one for for Nago, uh-huh. and when I go to give my review, if I say I'm verified. They have the option, not necessarily always, but they have the option to check with Fandango and with their phone number, make sure that they match. If they match, they verify you purchased it. Yeah. Bada boom, bada bing. What do you think of this? Do you think this is a good idea? I think that's fantastic. It seems very simple, but like 90% of people that are going to go, you know, put all this hate mail on, online, these terrible reviews, yeah. 
aren't review aren't people who do reviews. Yeah. They are only doing it purely out of hate. So you hear all of their negative and none of their positive, yeah. which is terrible. If you want to give your good and bad, then have the the foresight to plan on I'm gonna do a review and you, you know, sign up just like that and then you when you get your ticket you like you said, register and it's not too complicated a process doesn't sound like. No, it's it's quite simple. It's but it filters out the people options. who plan to do reviews or want to or want to do it on a regular basis or even just occasionally. But the people who don't have any intent on doing it but only review stuff when it's terrible or they're mad about something else or whatever, yeah. it'll help filter those people out. So I think it's I think it's good. It gets the more um, appreciated, more valuable re- responses yeah. uh, you know, to be heard. I think this is something that we need to see around everywhere like mm-hmm. i know on amazon's been doing this for a long time mm-hmm. where if you look at the amazon reviews you can check this like a little green thing it'll say verified yeah or verified purchaser or whatever so you can make sure like this guy actually owns this walkie talking about to buy yeah so you can know that this guy actually knows what he's talking about mm-hmm. so i like the idea of this actually coming all over the place get, get it in steam i think steam might have something similar to this but you know everything should be having this where we have verified reviews so we know like this person owns this product mm-hmm. it's not a person who's just complaining yeah i actually there's actually a painting i just recently uh wanted to buy actually mm-hmm. I, bar- I purchased it mm-hmm. and i was looking at the reviews it's a one-star review and the person was complaining because the painting was orange and it has a lot of orange in the background i'm like that's not what the review person can tell is orange by looking at the picture of the painting yeah and you're ordering it just don't buy it if you don't like an orange painting and they're complaining because the painting's orange and then i had to give a review five stars like just to kind of help balance it out saying like look Yes, the painting's orange, as you can tell by the picture, but it's well hung. It's good quality. Yeah. The strokes looked good. Everything looked good on this painting. I was happy with the purchase. Yeah. And yet the, per- the person who's, <laughs> other person's like, no, too orange. Like, okay, go buy a blue one. Go buy a green one. You're not, and who it's knows, art. Yeah. Did you purchase that item? I want to know if you actually purchased this item because if yeah. you did, and I couldn't tell, if you did purchase this item, what were you thinking when you bought it? It's yeah. orange painting. So. And, and like you're saying, if, if this isn't a person who knows anything about art and doesn't review art regularly, why do we care about their opinion? Exactly. Too, too many people today, I mean, some would argue, but too many people today have a voice. Yeah. Like, they say, you know, the way the the internet works now that, like, everybody should be heard. Not quite. I, if you don't know, you know, I don't know, how to wire electrical, I'm not, I don't want to see your YouTube video on how to rewire my house. I'm going to kill myself. Exactly. Like, I don't want to know bad information. I want good information from good sources that's where like youtube and podcasts i think are really useful so if like we're we'll give a review and generally we try to stay on the positive side both of us we generally be a little bit more positive than others Mm -hmm. because we we understand that the work that goes behind this and we try to find the positives and everything because Mm -hmm. they worked hard to bring it to us yeah so in that when we put out a review for like say this godzilla movie we'll, we'll be doing um when you see the review for that it's, it's not like it's attached to the movie. So anybody who looks for the movie sees our review. No. Yeah, it's attached to us. It's attached to us. Yeah. So you know what kind of opinion we have. You know what our background in. Mm-hmm. You know that you know we haven't seen a lot of the movies. And I actually kind of like the 98 version. Yeah. So you know that when you listen to us, you yeah. know? And if you agree with some of our reviews and you're like, oh, yeah, I like all those movies that they liked, then, well, let me see what other ones they got. Exactly. Oh, yeah, they really like that one. Cool, let me check it out. Yeah, but if you're going for the movie and then you're like, oh, maybe this guy knows all about Godzilla. No, we don't know all about Godzilla. Yeah. Please don't base our, our knowledge, you know, don't use us as a knowledge source for that. Yeah. So I really like this idea. I think I think it's just a, a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And it's it actually gives both reviews. So you're able to check the random reviews and those yeah. ones. Yeah, and that's good because the people who just want to have a voice, you still have a voice, but people understand that you might not know what you're talking about so yeah. like take it with a grain of salt yeah so that's good all right next we have uh there's a new handheld system this one i just had to mention this. this is probably everybody's just like this is dumb i'm not gonna talk about it but we're gonna talk about it everybody stop what you're doing and google the play date 
All right, it's by a company called Panic. <laughs> John's going to do it right now. This is a new handheld system. It's coming by Panic. They are famous for doing uh, Firewatch, a, a, a cool little game. This new handheld system is black and white, has one directional pad and two buttons, an A and B pad, and most importantly, has a crank on the side, what? which is actually for gameplay. <laughs> so <laughs> you're finding it? Yeah. Um, on their website, they provide a bunch of tools for like people to create games for this. A lot of pretty awesome indie gamers game developers are developing little games for this it's gonna come with a bunch of them it's a little pricey it's 150 bucks so i'm waiting if it was down to like maybe 50 bucks i'd buy it it i, I like the idea of just a retro old a and b button coming back to a game yeah and i like that like you're saying they're they're, they're encouraging people to develop games for it yeah like, that's totally cool if i can you know if there was a user-friendly program that i could download to make my own game for it yeah. i would totally do that and you just tell all your friends like hey whoever has the play date like download this game yeah i mean we i know people have access now or it's easier to make apps and stuff like that but it's still not not easy enough for me to do it i like i mean i think the get the crank on the side's a little gimmicky and actually takes away a little bit from this yeah because if it was just the a b button and you were to make a solid they're working with this company in switzerland to make this thing and uh if you were to just make a solid retro feeling game one that we can quickly make games for on their website there's like five different little programs you can download to help you develop this game yourself Mm mm-hmm and then just share it with your friends. It would be such a huge hit. Yeah, but the the crank is is to charge it, right? Like to no, it's part of the game. Like one oh. of the big games is this like time travel one with a robot that has a crank on his back. Yeah. So you have to like charge him up to keep going, something like that. Like oh, okay, yeah, that's it's gimmicky. That's yeah. gimmicky. Yeah. So question is, who's gonna come up behind these guys and make a couple different versions that are better and cheaper? Yeah, that's the thing. Is I'm wondering if there's gonna be a game system out there, a game company, which I we all know which one could do it, but. To make just a quick little handheld game mm-hmm. that has retro games and like, would be awesome. It's in your wallet. <laughs> the best one to do would be Nintendo. Yeah. If they were to re-release the, like, the Game Boy Pocket, but you Real know, small now. and high tech and, you know. Just like super, it has Bluetooth. Because as of this thing has Bluetooth yeah. and, and Wi-Fi. 35 bucks. They yeah. can make it that cheap. They can, they have the technology now. It's yeah. not going to be hard. They already make, so they have the retro Nintendo and the retro Super Nintendo, right? And mm-hmm. everybody's hoping for N64 soon. Yeah. Make an old school Game Boy that's nice and small. That's just, I just, I, something about going up, down, left, right, A, B. That's yeah. it. It won't have Man, the classic game cartridge, but have, you know, Wi-Fi capability. Yeah. And the little micro SD port on it. So you can load games to it. That That'd would be, cool. be good. But like even the old Nintendo stuff like that, they come preloaded with like 50 games. Yeah. Do that. Have have some Kirby on there. Have like the yeah. old Tiny Toons on there. Hmm. One of the Pokemon games. We would be so happy. And have a cheap subscription or, or, or free service like Pandora or something like that where you can play all those old games for free and then you have ads in the middle of it or pay or, yeah, $3 a month or whatever the it is. Nintendo, the Nintendo subscription already is insanely cheap. It's oh, like okay. 20 bucks for the year. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and you get all kinds of free NES games that, yeah. that keep coming out with new ones every month. They can even make that a promotion for that. Buy, yeah. buy this, you know... Fifty dollar little system, and you get that membership for free for a year. That would be excellent. I would I, that I might spend one hundred fifty bucks for. Yeah. And and I know that they already have the Switch, and the Switch already does retro games. Yeah. But it's just the feel. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I just want that old feel back. Yeah. I have an old Game Boy, and so I'm I've been trying to actually re- bring it back and stuff like that. But it's it's just a nice feel. Hmm. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Maybe the Game Gear. Sega had the Game Gear for a bit that the, just so the, destroyed batteries. Problem is, those are so big, and it's totally not necessary nowadays. No, yeah, yeah. You, would you make it smaller, or would you keep it the size it is and add capabilities to it? So that see, that's the tricky part. Is the old the retro Nintendo and stuff like that they brought back, mm-hmm. while the console was smaller because it can be console. They kept the controllers you can buy for it, sep- or uh, the same Original, size. Yeah. So you'd almost have to have 
the original size because I want that feel. So you have. you can imagine if you had a, a Game Boy Color or Game Boy Pocket, whichever one it is, and uh, it was your portable hard drive or your battery power oh, bank or yeah. something like that. It, especially if you use like the original Game Boy, the yeah. old like oh, 80, yeah. 85, 87 one. Yeah, that's huge. a huge. Yeah, it's a I mean, brick. It's open a, the door and keep the door open with it. Four terabyte hard drive and oh, it's your man. Game Boy yeah. system. That would be excellent. Mm. That'd be a really good idea. Keep your whole library on that thing. Yeah. How did I, man, that's a good idea. I'm a genius. All right, Nintendo, that's a freebie from us. There you go. Yeah. Expect to see you guys at E3. All right, yeah. So that's 150 bucks for the Playdate. It's a pretty neat little system. Okay, mm-hmm. next, this one is a total squeaks one. He's happy for this. Spawn is coming to Mortal Kombat 11. Ooh. Yeah, it's a new DLC coming out. It has six new characters. They're gonna be releasing slowly, slowly over time. Uh, the there's one week early access to uh, Spawn. Not Spawn. I'm sorry. No, to um, let me see which one it was to Shang, uh, Shang Tsung and there's se- uh, seven exclusive character skins seven exclusive sets of gear all of it for 40 bucks some of the characters we know are going to be involved as Sindel Nightwolf and of course Shang Tsung uh, early access starts June 18th now I haven't been a Mortal Kombat fan since the arcade yeah it's this is number 11 coming out too I didn't know yeah. there's so many uh, but the spawn looks really cool. I'm yeah. hoping this inspires somebody to make a new spawn either series or a uh, a new Spawn movie would be movie amazing. is in development already. Oh man, they yeah. gotta hurry up then. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm That's been in development for a bit now, but yeah, I, prob- I know we've probably talked about it on here before too. We have uh, one thing. <laughs> one thing I was telling Squeaks just last night is I would like to see them take the old Spawn movie, mm-hmm. which the big glaring problem with that movie you got you got to look it up at some point. His cape in that movie was awful CGI yeah. wise. It's like cartoon. It was really. the beginning of CGI, right? So just take that movie and replace the cape. The yeah. whole time, CGI the cape into a new cape. That I movie mean, can be saved. Yeah, you could remaster the whole movie, but... Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Squeaks owns that thing in every way you can own a movie. He, he's loves <laughs> Spawn so much. He owns it on Blu-ray, DVD, all the digital formats, probably bootlegged, everything. He owns it all, so... Mm. Original uh, storyboard. Yeah, right. Uh, there's a lot of fans out there that would be a big fan of it. I think that's a good idea. Mm. Um, okay, so what, it, what fighting game would you like to see... Because I'm not a big Mortal Kombat fan. I do like the storyline. The only one we really played a lot was Street Fighter, right? Street Fighter played a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of people were either Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat fans. Uh, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Oh, man, uh, we used to go crazy good. on Soul Calibur. That one dude with the sword, what was his name? Like Ralph? Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, with Ooh. the French rapier. That yeah. was your guy. Used to go nuts with him. Smash Brothers is a go-to, of course. Yeah, yeah. And I missed that mm-hmm. old Smash Brothers. I was so good at that one. I'm just knowing I'm bad at, so yeah. I miss being good at that game. I just keep turning those out. I mean, re remaster and re-release, make new versions of them. Yeah, Dead or Alive was pretty good for a bit there. Back when they had a Master Chief in there, I really liked that one. Yeah. And then the Xbox One. So yeah, there's there's a lot of good games out there, but I just I have not been much of a Mortal Kombat. Now the Mortal Kombat story has been really good. Yeah. It's like multiple dimensions. They're bringing them back together for Mortal Kombat 11. It's this whole crazy story. So it's nice. that's what I was just thinking. Is these are really good games, but. I'm. I mean, I'm more into movies than games, anyways. Yeah. That would be really cool to see a Mortal Kombat. Is there already? It's in development. Oh man. There is a Mortal Kombat movie, but there is a new one in development. <sighs> they already know. They know what I want before I know what I yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's good. So, follow up with that then. Smash Brothers. Are they making a Smash Brothers movie? How would you know? But man, because just oh, like wow. that Detective Pikachu, that looked really cool. Like if they use the same producers wow. of that to make a Smash Brothers. Yeah, they could do that. That would be. You know what would be really good amazing. is a good. Legend of Zelda movie. Yeah, that would oh, be really man. cool. You know, I mean, nostalgia is on fire right now. People would yeah, love. Yeah, everybody to pay for wants that. nostalgia stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the '90s are hit. Yeah. Man, mm. a good Link movie would be excellent. Yeah. So Just, then, and then, yeah, so we could really do the MCU of this. So you have your, you have your Star Wars, or I'm sorry, your Pokemon movies. 
You got your Mario movies, your Link movies. Donkey Kong would be interesting. It could be like a, a Lion King kind of thing. Yeah. And then they all come together for Smash Brothers. Mm, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. That, then, I mean, they just got to pour a bunch of money into that, though. Does Nintendo have the money to do that? Yeah. Okay. They'll team up with somebody. Yeah. Right now, we're seeing a big team up of, of, you know, Nintendo's teaming up with Microsoft. Microsoft's teaming up with, you know, Nintendo and with Sony. Mm. Everybody's kind of teaming up right now because they're all scared of Stadia. It's a good time to kind of make stuff like that. Get Nintendo, the Pokemon company, which I can't remember what their actual name is. Game Freaks is the one that does their, their games. But, I mean, the one that owns uh, Pokemon? It's just called the Pokemon company. Yeah, Okay, I think it's originally Nintendo. it was such and such the Pokemon Company, right? On the uh, the original version of it. No, I know Game Freaks did the games. I know Nintendo really owns them, but I, it's called the Pokemon Company. I think. Okay. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think it was like it's not Mojang, but it was some. I thought it was like oh, something like yeah, Mojang, yeah. and then the Pokemon Company under that. But yeah. anyways, Nintendo, them, and Disney all partner up to make this whole new give world. Give it a few. Give at. it a few years. Nintendo yeah. will buy or Disney will buy them all. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Disney and Walmart rule the world. Yeah, and Amazon. And Amazon. Amazon's yeah. in there too. All right. Next up, Call of Duty Modern Warfare gets a, a reboot. We just got that announced. Pretty confusing name because this is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Full reboot, brand new game. Mm-hmm. Looks amazing. I mean, stunning. I hope they completely scratch it and they're not refacing it again and just say That's that. what they're doing. I mean, it's uh, a full new game. Yeah. Fully right. rebooted. That's cool. Why name it Modern Warfare when there's already a Modern Warfare yeah. 1 through 4? Yeah. There's Modern Warfare Remastered, which is a remastered version of the first one, and so now this one. This is just called Flat Out Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Yeah. Is it is it still called Call of Duty or is it just one? No, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Wow, that's kind of... Yeah, you think that, they would just give it a different name. Yeah, or like I understand they're trying to continue to milk on the name because Call of Duty is cool, but Modern Warfare has a reputation of its own, Yeah, I think. So that's why I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll just call it Modern Warfare, like cut out all the the specific Call of Duty title. Yeah, they've got but, they've got Infinity Ward on this one. They did, you know, they did the other Modern Warfares. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I'm excited for. it. I already pre-ordered it because you can with World of Warcraft Gold. It's Activision that owns both, you know. <laughs> nice. So by that's how I buy all my Activision Blizzard stuff now is through WoW Gold. Um, and it's going to be released the 25th. It's going to be PS4, Xbox One, and PC, all crossplay. Oh, that's cool. So when you do multiplayer on any of them, you can that's, play with anybody else. That was always the, that's always been the biggest problem when I play any console games like that is that you can't play with your friends if they have the yeah. PlayStation. If they made that life-altering failure choice to yeah. not get an Xbox, and yeah, so that's cool. So happy Squeaks isn't here. We would have gone on a whole other tangent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a lot more crossplay as time goes on, and we're starting to see these companies work together, and they're all trying. Yeah. We're getting into the streaming age and everything like that, yeah. so I think we're gonna see more and more. They know they need to be more competitive in that market to yeah. not lose it. So that's I fine. think one thing we're definitely seeing is, is so Microsoft is bringing a lot of their games to the to the PC now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Master Chief Collection is getting there soon. They're gonna go to Steam. They're actually working with Steam a lot. They're actually kind of shunning Epic Game Store, so that's kind of interesting. So Microsoft, I think, is starting to. They're really kind of leading the front. They're going with X Cloud and everything like that. And they're starting to push out the idea of we provide games. Mm-hmm. What you play on, less important. We yeah. just provide games. Hmm. And we do provide the Xbox. And we do think it's a good system. It's like your PC for your TV, but we're a big thing is our games. Yeah. I like that idea because I think the winners in that is us. Yeah. When we get to choose what feels best to us to play the games we enjoy the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's true. I think that they're just being uh, preemptive and they know that pc gaming really does have the long-term hold yeah they don't really have a good way to compete with it unless they want to get into the pc developing business which they have not 
not enough experience. No, to but really... they own Windows 10. So really, any PC yeah, generally runs on their... their any yeah. person who... Uh, well, even more importantly, any person who plans on playing video games on their on their computer uses uses windows 10 yeah so their fact that they're i mean they're they're now they're actually they just announced too the game pass one of the best deals in in gaming is now going to be focused have a focus on pc so there's going to be some pc specific titles yeah that are coming i already use game pass on my pc yeah we play uh, sea of thieves often which mm. you really i think you would enjoy we've talked I about know. that a few times I gotta show you. <laughs> it's it's got that kind of minecraft mindset of where it's just a relaxing fun game you just zone out play for hours yeah but it's it's a stunning game follow them on twitter guys they'll sit they'll post people post pictures of like amazing sunsets and stuff like that that they're yeah. in game mm-hmm. and then the, you know it's really fun anyways we play that on pc most people play that on, on their xboxes we play it on pc and it's part of the game pass you yeah. know why not to buck to, to start your game pass up um yeah so now they're gonna be focusing on that i really i i, I think we're gonna win out on this yeah so that, that makes sense because yeah like we're saying microsoft they they see that consoles are kind of going to the wayside so why not step back i mean keep keep your console there and let it sell push it but you know step back and redirect your focus to where if sony doesn't do the same thing if they stay just trying to push the playstation when people see that pc's the future they're they're not gonna have a business to stand on right and one thing that i think both of them are seeing is the fact that they don't need to have the most i mean first of all when they're not when people are saying like oh we'll have this processor and like the new gaming systems PC fans are like, yeah, I've had that for a little bit now. I mean, it's yeah. it's all right. We don't really care because we already beaten the new systems. And I think it's PCs bridging the gap by uh, bridging the gap. Yeah. By coming closer into the the console world too, like making PC games like with the streaming services. The and stuff. launch, yeah, the launchers help a lot yeah, with that. Yeah. Making it more user friendly. Before, when you used to have to actually download your game on your system, and you didn't have a way to communicate with your friends, so except for within that game. Yeah. Or you'd have vent or something like that, or now it's Discord. Um, having a launcher is a way to kind of have a friends list yeah. and like a company like good old games, which is just an outstanding company all around. They're working on a way to actually combine all your launchers so that your friends list are together, yeah. which is nice. Cause if I'm, if I'm playing civilization and I want to tell, tell you, Hey, hey man, when you're doing wall ends, hop over to civilization with me, we'll work together. Yeah. But maybe somebody's on a whole nother launcher. Like it, say you're playing Fortnite for some reason. And then you're like, Hey man, I want to get on that civilization. That's a whole other launcher. The only way to be communicating is either through Discord or through the actual game launcher, which is nice because then you can like click to invite or click to enjoy or to join. Does that mean your computer would be running all those launchers at the same time though, of all the games that you have? It runs them in the background. It runs yeah. like so that your friends list is live. Basically, that's the only thing that's live. Oh, okay. Friends list, and then of course probably watching everything you're doing. But that's <laughs> we're in that world now, so just enjoy. Yeah. You know. Um. Hmm, but yeah. So the idea. So I think PC is ahead of the game on all of this. Yeah. They really don't care. I think Microsoft and Sony are seeing the fact that streaming is coming up. We don't need to have real powerful systems anymore. Mm-hmm. So the, the money is in the game development. Yeah, yeah, I think the money is in that X Cloud. I think that's where Microsoft knows, like, this is where we're going to make our money. If they mm-hmm. can beat Stadia, yeah, Google Stadia, they they take the cake. That's uh, Sony already signed on to help, to work with Microsoft Azure mm-hmm. and use the X Cloud. So hmm. that's cool. Yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot coming out of this. I think we all started this out from the Call of Duty story. <laughs> yeah, we got off on the tangent. Uh, last little bit. This isn't really a big deal for us because, again, we're. it's hard because you and me are such Xbox fans. Mm-hmm. While Daniel and Squeaks can sit here and talk about this next subject all day, Death Stranding finally gets announced. It's coming November 8th. It has Norman Reedus. He's uh, Daryl from Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, I think it's Kojami. It, Kojami oh, wait, I'm, I messed that name up. Anyways, they're the ones that are – or he's the one that made this game. Mm-hmm. A lot of hype for this game. A lot of great people in it. Um I hope it's good, but it's one of those games that I probably won't play it for a while. I'll probably buy a PS4 soon now that they're all dirt cheap. What kind of game is it? 
It's like a, it looks like it's a horror adventure game. It's like a thriller game. Oh, okay. You know, it, it I mean, it looks stunning. I really thought it was going to come out with the next systems, really. But they did announce it will be out this year, November 8th. So that's awesome. Death Stranding's coming out. That's cool. Hmm. All right, next up, let's talk about the free games that we're getting for June because it is June and it's free game time, guys. So PS Plus, by the way, just a quick aside on that too. PS Plus in Japan, Indonesia, I think it was Sweden as well. Across the globe has gone up some. So keep an eye out for that. Probably come to America. That, is that the streaming service? What is it? It's their, it's like the Xbox Live. It's oh, their uh, live service type of thing. Um, it went up the equivalent of $3 for the three-month plan. I want to say, no, $3 for the monthly plan and seven fifty for the three-month plan. The equivalent mm-hmm. of that. And their yearly plans say the same, which a lot of people are like, oh, okay, you guys are forcing them into the year plan. And yet they haven't increased their quality, you know, yet. Yeah. So anyways, keep that in mind, guys. Look out for that. All right. As for PS Plus's free games, they actually do have some good ones this time. Sonic Mania is one of their free games. Are, are you familiar with Sonic Mania? Mm-hmm. So Sonic has an awesome library of amazing games. Mm-hmm. Sonic Mania gives you that whole library and lets you mix and match. So say you're playing Sonic 1, but man, like I wish I could play it with Knuckles. Yeah. You can, right? Pick Knuckles, play with Sonic Mania. Right. Maybe you want to use like the, they had this one time where you could use like elemental effects. Yeah, I want to use a fire effect in Sonic 2. Go for it. Take Sonic mm. 2's fire effect. So they kind of had to re remaster, redevelop all their games to be well, able to cross play like their. You well, you, yeah, you, you kind of like pick what you want to bring into the game. Yeah. What's fun is you could like try to break it because you're like, with the Knuckles gliding, can I mess up Sonic 2? Yeah. You know, so it's kind of fun to toy around with that. You can hmm. climb and stuff. So, anyways, Mania is part of PS3 or PS uh, free months, free games this month. Next is Borderlands, the Handsome Collection. That's basically a remastered Borderlands. Check it out. That's that's just a good pickup, no matter what. Xbox's free games is NHL 19. Hmm. Uh, I I've been saying I need to get into <laughs> talking. Maybe this will be the gateway into it. Um, uh, Rivals of Aether A A A E T H E R. Boy, I'm stuttering like crazy right now. I don't know why. Uh, those are their Xbox One titles. The Xbox 360 games, which remember you can get on your Xbox Ones, is Earth Defense Force, meh, and Portals. Mm. If you haven't played Portals yet, why? Yeah, there's no reason. Such an amazing game. Stop what you're doing. Quit your job. Leave your family. Quit your go job. play Portals. <laughs> Don't do all that stuff. It's just the first one, but man, even that first one's just outstanding. Yeah. yeah they, they know they're going to get you hooked on the first one, and then you're going to go buy the second one. And you should. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super good. I mentioned, I don't know, I don't think it's on the podcast, but maybe it was, um, that for so long I called it Portals, and I kept thinking, I I, I didn't know why I was saying it wrong, and I look at the, the box, it yeah. says Portal, singular word, because you're always shooting two portals everywhere. I haven't even, I even have it written down as singular. Yeah, because <laughs> I kept thinking it's Portals, but you're shooting two sides of one portal. When you walk Messages through it, you're yeah. the same, it's the same portal, so it's just two halves of the same thing. So anyways. That just, blows my mind just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I even wrote it down as Portal, because I was like, make sure you don't say it, and I yeah. said Portals. For so long, I struggled with that. Such a game. By the way, make I looked sure. it up, it's Niantic that I was trying to think of. That's the Niantic, the Pokemon company. Oh, they, no, they do Pokemon Go. Oh, that's it? That's, they just do the Pokemon Go. Oh, that's okay. why you're familiar with that, because you, yeah. you play Whenever Pokemon it loads, Go like, it addicts for a while. Pokemon Com- oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. They're Pokemon yeah. companies everywhere. Gotcha. They're actually doing a new Harry Potter game that everybody's excited for. It's supposed to be the same way? Yeah, where you find like the Fantastical Beasts. Mm, I haven't seen those movies yet, so yeah. I'm fine. That's I know good. that's another one where Squeaks would be like yelling at me for right now. <laughs> all right. Uh, so next podcast is going to be all E3 stuff. And let me explain mm-hmm. what I mean. We're not going to have an episode necessarily on Monday like we normally do with the news. Mm-hmm. What we're going to be doing is for three nights of E3. So E3 is going from June 11th to June 13th. But our, our actual reviews will probably be, be, be 9, 10, and 11 because that's when a lot of the big announcements are coming out. 
we'll be doing uh, episodes those nights. They're going to be calling episodes with our friends, and uh, they are going to be going over all the news of that day because they're going to have big events. Nice, hot, fresh news. Yeah. So right now we're going to kind of look at what we expect to see at E3, mm-hmm. some of the big announcements that we hope to see. Uh, first, first leading the the you know charges, EA. They're they're gonna have a stream set up at nine fifteen. Uh, these are all uh, Pacific Standard Time, by the way, guys. On the on the eighth, and uh, they're they're gonna do. Uh, they have their count. They're they're starting off with what's called countdown to EA Play. This could be their like streaming service or something like that, or their subscription service. Everybody's doing subscription service now. We're gonna be doing that. It's just a little quick fifteen minute thing, so they're gonna be quick quick shots. Next up, we're gonna be hearing about Star Wars Jedi: The Fallen Order, uh, Apex Legends. See if there's anything new for that. I don't know. I, I'm really kind of tired of Apex Legends. That happened pretty fast. Yeah. Have you played m- I, much I, of it? I played it when you guys came over the other time and once after that, but it was, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not so big into the Battle Royale games like that, though. I, I'm kind of tired of the Battle Royale games. Yeah. I loved PUBG. I got into Fortnite a little bit and this a little bit, but now I'm kind of just tired of all of them. Yeah. We need something else to shake up the system and yeah. get rid of those. Yeah. That's why I'm excited for the new Call of Duty because they're returning to form. Yeah. The old Call of Duty maps. I'm hungry for the old Call of Duty maps. And the new Call of Duty, the Blackout that came out. Mm-hmm. Black Ops. Black Ops. Yeah. Uh, is only campaign. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. It has no uh, campaign. No, yeah. Only multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, everybody's like, what the hell? And it was, uh, yeah. And I, I just, I'm not interested anymore. I played it maybe an hour. Yeah. And I just, I'm done with it. It sits on my launcher. I don't care. Mm. So, I'm, I'm excited for the new one. All right. Next up, they're, they're going to be talking about is Battlefield 5, uh, FIFA 20. Madden NFL 20 and The Sims 4. By the way, The Sims was free for a bit on their launcher, so heads up, look out for that. Rumors have it that we might get a new Titanfall project, mm. which everybody's excited for that. Titanfall 2's campaign is fantastic. And Apex, of course, is in the world of Titanfall, so that's cool. And then uh, we may be getting a new Dragon Age 4 content coming out, some news for that. So that'd be pretty cool. Is there any EA games? Are you a big fan of Madden? No. I know you're excited for Madden. <laughs> no. um, yeah, EA, I think maybe the Star Wars Jedi... Uh, Fallen Order, I might be excited for that, but I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not like, happy with EA as a company, really. To be yeah. honest with you, I mean they haven't they haven't been very impressive lately. They really haven't. For Square Enix, theirs is going to be on June 10th at 6 p.m. Uh, they they're going to be probably talking about their Marvel Avengers game mm-hmm. that which has been leaked a couple times. We're trying to see some content on that come out. Final Fantasy VII remake, which we were all kind of waiting for. Uh, they they could be bringing Dragon Quest Builder two for the Switch. Uh, we may be getting a little bit of Life is Strange 2, the next part of that. So uh, Square Enix, you know, they're famous for their, their Final Fantasies. And they've got really good story content. Maybe we might get some more Metal Gear. That's from them. Mm. I don't know. So it would be good to see something from Square Enix. I'm excited for that. The first one that I'm really hyped for, because I'm such a fanboy, is on June uh, 9th at uh, 4 p.m. That's going to be Microsoft. I know we're not doing any other order now. I just realized that. Uh, that's, all, that's at 4 uh, p.m. I... I have a feeling it's going to be mostly about their is, xCloud. You said it's going to be Microsoft? That's Microsoft. Oh, yeah, okay. I think it's going to be mostly about the xCloud, their streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of relaunching it or... Well, know, just just because it's still in development, but I mean, like, yeah. really kind of getting it out there, like, showing all its power. Like, this is yeah. what we have, and it's coming this date. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering what they're going to do. And rally people for it, get them all pepped up. Yeah. We may be seeing new system stuff, but, I mean, PlayStation's already... Mm-hmm. They're, they're ditching E3. They're going to do their own stream on their own time. So I almost feel like we're going to get a separate thing that has their... They don't want it to be shuffled in with the the E3 stuff. Yeah. So really, Microsoft could own E3 by putting out a new system. Yeah, I don't think... I think it's too early for a new system, though, right? From the Xbox One. It's expected next year. Really? So you would announce it this year. 
Hmm. What do you think if if Microsoft was working on a new system, what would it look like? Are they just making another new Xbox or? I think it would be. I I know. I think it would be a lot like the Xbox One. Uh, you know, improved improved performance. Yeah. I think it would be a lot like the Pro, but just improved. No disc tray. Uh, it probably won't have a disc tray. Hmm. And I think one thing that'd be really nice is upgradable parts. I would like to see an Xbox One mm-hmm. that I could upgrade like I do with my PC. Now that might be where consoles can stay in the business. I never yeah. thought about that. You buy the the blank unit, the you know you could call it something else too. Sorry, you can call it something else too. Yeah. Um, but that's smart. You don't go to the store. You don't go to Fry's or wherever and compare all the different graphics card models and stuff like that. You go to Microsoft online and you compare the you know eight different models they have available right now of graphics cards. Yeah, they they would pick, make them very simple names yeah. too, like oh I'm gonna get the uh, like the i3, i5, i7 exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and then you could upgrade your and then like so. Uh, so the system comes out one year. Say two years later on, they re- introduce a new processor. Mm-hmm. It would be really hard to replace the processor. But if they could find a way, yeah. or a graphics card, let's say graphics card. Graphics yeah. card is easy to replace. Oh, hey, well, guys, we have the new i9 or whatever. Well, X9, they'll probably call it. There you go. And then you, you could upgrade it if you want to. Or like, you know what? It's running the games I like really yeah. well right now. That system could last 10 years. That's smart. They'll have plug-and-play components that are easy to replace and easy to, for them to sell. Yeah. And you can upgrade it to whatever graphics you need, whatever quality, speed, and all that stuff you need for the type of games you like. If yeah. you're not into you know fast-paced, intense games, you just want to play Minecraft, but, right. but you want to be able to see really far but not move fast, you know, then you customize it to your needs and customizable skins and stuff like that to decorate your Xbox how you want it to look. Yeah, they used to do that with the old Xbox 360 was that way. You remember the faceplate face used to change plate. out? Yeah. Yeah, do that again. I mean, who cares? One thing uh, that would be great, the per- the people are going to entice with this is the PC gamers. Mm-hmm. Because like me, I own an Xbox One. I-, I have one of the day one ones. So that means that it's literally the oldest version of Xbox One you can have. Yeah. So when they have the Pro and all this that's out now, I don't care because when I play a game hardcore, it's on PC. Yeah. So I use my Xbox One just to kind of play some side games, Red Dead Redemption or something like that. I don't need it to be outstanding. Yeah. And I don't want to go out and buy a new system. But if I can go buy the new graphics card for like 150 bucks, yeah, yeah, okay, I could see, I could see that being worth it. Hmm. Upgrading yeah. as I go, because they're probably seeing that console sales aren't keeping up. It's not. That's why. I mean, the consoles are kind of going away, and PCs taking over. And yeah, the technology is just evolving. Too. Yeah, yeah, but to make it, I like that because people like you know, uh, like we were talking about the gamers back in the day was only people who would know how to download the right kind of program and set it up on their computer the right kind of way yeah from a person who doesn't play video games that looks like oh you got to be a hacker to be able to play world of warcraft <laughs> yeah. is what they're thinking yeah yeah and so then now people are probably thinking well you got to be like a hacker to be able to build your own computer from scratch and it really is not hard yeah, yeah. but imagine those people who don't think they have the ability to build a computer who are like oh i could buy my own xbox and then i put the hardware in it i want yeah. i customize it make I'm, it a real plug and play yeah you know, just and, slide in a slot so the people who really brag about being a gamer when they play phone apps will be able to <laughs> brag that they built their own console from yeah. buying the right Xbox components. Because the Xbox 360 lasted three, 10 years. Mm-hmm. The Xbox One, it's lasting quite a while, but definitely not 10 years. Yeah. You know, and it just feels like that would be the best way. Yeah. If they're, if they're not doing that, they should totally listen to this and get on board with they, that. I know I know Microsoft's a big fan of us. I know yeah, they are. Huh. So they have it on the big speakers while in the Microsoft HQ. Well, they're tapped in right now. They're live streaming, right? Oh, hey, hey guys, shout out. <laughs> yeah, I really think that's a good idea. I think that's a good way to kind of like keep the Xbox Live powerful. Yeah. Because right now there's a big temptation to not do that. Why mm-hmm. would we make it powerful? Everything's going to be streaming. They're leading the streaming. So that's yeah. why I don't think it's 
probably going to happen. Yeah. But if I were to pick any of the big three companies to make a system that's upgradable mm-hmm. like a PC, yeah. it would be the leaders in Windows 10. Yeah, because they, like we were saying earlier, they don't really want to be in the PC building business, but don't don't build PCs. Build customizable Xboxes. Yeah. I think that would be cool with plug-and-play components. That'd be really neat. And yeah. and they've done something similar with it in the past. I mean, think about it. Like, the 360 was not wireless at first, but you, there's a piece. I own it. Yeah, um, plugs you know, into the, the one back. On the wall. They plugged into the back to make some Wi-Fi. Yeah. There was a part in the original Xbox that you put in the front to make it play DVDs. Mm-hmm. Like you were able to upgrade them somewhat hardware-wise, just make it a little bit, you know, classier yeah. first off because it looked wonky, and make it to where we can increase our computer. And we've always been able to upgrade the hard drives very easily on the 360s. Yeah, Xbox One's not too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's out there, guys. I think that'd be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Game-wise, from them, we could expect Halo Infinite. I'm super excited for that, and Gears Five. Mm-hmm. Gears 5, I'm not I'm not a big Gears fan. I yeah. need to sit down and play it. No squeaks is. Yeah, I need to play it on the PC because I play it on the Xbox and I just don't care for that over-the-shoulder look. Just something about it I'm not a big fan yeah. of. Everything's bullet sponges. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. So I need to play it on the PC to see if it's what I like. It's PC better. But Halo Infinite, I'm down to play this so hard. Mm-hmm. That'll be a game I go out and pre-order. I don't pre-order games much anymore but just because, you know, you download it all. Yeah. That I go out and pay, uh, you know, pre-order. You gotta let me know when that's coming out because I'll probably yeah. go... I'll probably get that one too. E3, man. We'll be I mean, talking. We'll be seeing some content on it, I'm sure. That's the last time I bought a new game, I think, was when the last Halo came out. <laughs> yeah. We played the hell out of that. Remember that? We we ended up beating that like in the first couple of days. Yeah. We ended up co oping the whole thing. Uh, Bethesda, there's going to be June 9th at 5 30. I'm hoping we're going to get some updates on Fallout 76. They're trying to save that game. They have a game in development called Elder Scrolls Legends. It's their kind of Hearthstone, it's a card based game. Mm. So hopefully that'll be cool. And, of course, I want to see something about Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield. You still haven't played Skyrim, right? No, I know. It's so old now, too. I remember back when it first came out, I wanted to play it, but I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get around to that. And I think I was moving around or something. But, yeah, I even talked to a guy at work about it, and he's like, are you serious? You still haven't played that yet? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's like video game royalty. Joshua came over to do the podcast, right? Yeah. He was here early before you guys. And we were talking, when something came up where he hasn't like played Super Smash, or not, I'm sorry, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. The 85 Mario Brothers. So I was like, dude, let's play. So we played a little bit, but like, it's just like, it's like video game royalty. Everybody needs to at least experience it so that they understand what's going on. This Skyrim is one of them. Mm-hmm. It's it's comically bad sometimes, like the glitches and stuff like that, which everybody pokes fun of. Yeah. There's random jokes people could say like, oh, I got shot in the knee. Everybody talks about because of this thing. Yeah, it's worth a play. Yeah, and I loved Oblivion. It was like yeah, the best oh, game man. when it came out. So I I've know. replayed Oblivion so many times. I just yeah. love it. It had some of the best expansions in video game history. Mm. Really, really good game. Elder Scrolls Six. I want to see something about it. I want to see what it's about. Mm-hmm. They all generally take place at a different location. Do you think they would make a space, Hulk? like a, a future tense one? Um, well, they have a space game coming up called Starfield. Oh, okay. And so I, I'm hoping that that'll be similar. Yeah, I want to yeah. see a base, you know. Elder Scrolls Six. The little bit we did see, which was just a picture of like the the location, uh-huh. was old. You know, was still medieval times, okay. like the other ones. Yeah, I just want to know more about it. I'm really anti about it. like Skyrim's big thing was dragons. Let us know what the big thing. The old Oblivion was all about the the going to hell and getting through those portals. Yeah. Let us know what the big thing is this time. And is it a continuation of these stories all combined, all connected? They're they're very lightly connected. The keys are different locations. Okay. So like just, yeah, when you're playing Skyrim, it is referring back. A little bit to Oblivion's, yeah. Like the events that, like, oh yeah, there's a new emperor, blah 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 blah, mm. and Tamriel. That's so what they're like in the same world, but other sides of the world where they worship different gods or whatever. Like, yeah, different, different completely that way. Yeah, and then in 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 Skyrim, it's all about how like 
the new government of uh, the new emperor. Well, yeah, the new government in place. I'm not sure what the timeline is exactly for, with Oblivion, but they're like, oh, you guys can't worship your religion up in up in Skyrim's area because they're all like Nordic. Uh-huh. And then they're saying like, no, BS. And so yeah, there's this big rebellion going on. Uh, people who want to worship their own ways, and then like come to find out, spoiler alert, very early, spoiler <laughs> alert, you tell find out right away, you are like a dragon, oh. like speaker or whatever. You can like yell mm. these dragon shouts. You're Daenerys Targaryen. You're Daenerys Targaryen, I yeah. You. And, you know, or a Targaryen. Yeah. That's cool. And, and yeah, so you're, and then you fight dragons and then you're able to like, you, it's really cool, they're like, ah, and then you like do this big shout and mm. different things. Mm. Summon dragon strength and stuff. Yeah. Dragon powers. Yeah, exactly. It's a really cool game, but mm. I'm really looking forward to seeing what the hook is with Elder, Elder Scrolls Six. You know what their little gimmick is, so that'd be great. So somebody mated with a dragon in your ancestry, then. You know what? He's a good-looking dragon. <laughs> right? Those skills—they shined <laughs> in the sunlight. It had been painful. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, the dragon was DTF. Anyway, so <laughs> next up is Ubisoft. It's gonna be June 10th at 1 p.m. Uh, they got Beyond Good and Evil 2, which I'm not a big fan of the Beyond Good and Evils. There's a big controversy where, uh, like, when you're in their city, you'll see, like, billboards and they'll have artwork on them or there'll be art on side of a building. Mm-hmm. And their big thing was, like, at one of the E3s, I think it was the last one, they're like, oh, submit artwork and we may put it in our game so you guys can see your artwork in game. Then the art community's like, hey, pay us for that then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and so there was a big, they didn't think about that. That would be slightly cool, though, if you see art in this city and you like that one. You click a link or you look up a number yes. that's on it, you can buy that piece of art. That would be good. But yeah. otherwise, it was just like, oh, isn't it an honor to have your art in our game? Yeah, we're going to take and advantage of your free art to decorate yeah. our city. So there was a big backlash over that. And I think it would be good. I think I like the way you're saying that. That's yeah. a good it'd idea. Be, I mean, it'd be easy click to bridge both worlds and make the people happy. And I mean, people get to yeah. see more art. So yeah, it's always good. Always good. Yeah. Fan art is, yeah, it's always good. Yeah. Uh, other game that I'm hoping to hear for more about is uh, Skull and Bones. It's their pirate theme game. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like Sea of Thieves, Sea of Thieves is really good. There's, uh, what is it called? Atlas that's really bad, but Sea of Thieves is a fantastic game. It's supposed to be a more realistic game. Ubisoft nails it, and their pirate, uh, their Assassin's Creed's are really good, and they've been all putting in the ship battle stuff because of how well Black Flag did. Mm. This one's going to be just pirating, and I'm excited to see it. I, I want to know what the combat's like and all like that. That'd be good. There's three mystery AAA titles. I think Ubisoft's trying to set up the big hit because there's three mystery AAA titles that they haven't even said anything about. Mm. They're going to be announcing probably new Assassin's Creed, something crazy like that. New, new fall, not fall out. Um, far cry. Mm-hmm. Those, that's another one you should play is far cry, man. Yeah. Those are always good. I'm so behind. I games. know. Well, you're real busy. I understand that, but, <laughs> and I just don't play games as much anymore as I used to. A game like that though, where they're store driven, I think is what, what's up your alley. Yeah. A wildlands. I, was, I keep suggesting wildlands cause that's that quick in and out. You don't have to always play it. Mm-hmm. But if you play a far cry, which again, I have, you can borrow um they're just really story driven so then they they get you thinking the whole time like yeah. man that's crazy should i have made that choice what did i you know hmm. they're really really good games so ubisoft june 10th 1 p.m they have the pc gaming show that'll be june 10th at 10 a.m um it's gonna be a bunch of indie games that are out there i'm looking forward to more about the actual launchers facebook's got a launcher they're working with now there's the epic one there's steam there's good old games and all kinds of other ones so i wanted to see I want to see good old games come out there and be like, hey guys, we got it. This is good old games, Galaxy 2.0, where you can have everything on there. I want to see more about that, more yeah. about the launcher news. All the indie games are great. Sequels to favorite indies are always good, but that's where PC gaming right now has got the question mark is where am I launching my games from? Hmm. So that'd be good. And then Nintendo's expecting there's June 11th, 9 a.m. Uh, probably going to talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield, Link's Awakening remake, Mario Maker 2. Uh, we might get an Animal Crossing for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Any Nintendo titles you'd like to see out there? Mm, 
Not specifically. I mean, like we were talking about the making making the movies, the movies off of all of yeah. them. But, they wouldn't uh, announce it at E3, but it would be kind of cool. Yeah, I can't think of any specific ones, though. I mean, they're they're all the classics. Like, remaster all the yeah. classic games. Yeah. I would like a good Star Fox. I haven't seen Star Fox in a while. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a good one. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, yeah, so that's that's what's E3. I was going to say, Star Fox would be a great one to do a VR with, too. Oh, Peter, damn. Peter flying. That'd be cool. Yeah, might, that's might a might make you a little idea. nauseous, but... <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think it's one of those things where we're going to get used to. Yeah. Like, as humanity uses more VR, yeah. they'll get used to that. But just give me a holodeck. I'm down for a holodeck. Right? I mean, come on. we got to be close. Did you see the new Picard trailer? Yes. Uh, I can't so, wait. Speaking of which, lately, what I've been binging, or anytime I have time to watch TV, is Deep Space Nine, and I'm loving it. Are you? It okay, is so good. Watch it it is watch so it. much like Voyager, because we both love yeah. Star Trek Voyager. Oh, man. Yeah. Watched it at least 10 times the entire series yeah uh but it's it's uh told almost the exact same way it's like the exact same you know uh world it's just it's different people it's different location but right right it's it's really cool it's got a lot of the same vibes so i'm digging it i have to check it out i know the cast is really good i like the i don't know i'm gonna be using i don't know their names the redhead guy who's the pilot he's later on in hell on wheels Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name now either. I know. I like I him. He's from. I think he's from Next Gen originally. Yeah. Again, the, guys. I he was the trans, transporter operator. Yeah. In Next Generation. I'm gonna lose my geek card here, but I have not watched Next Gen much. I've watched a little bit of the first season. Huge Star Trek fan, but it all lies in original series. I love original series, and I love Voyager, especially Voyager. Yeah. So I need to watch Next Gen as well. Mm. And then the guy who's like the head of security. Yeah, he's a shapeshifter. I love that guy. Yeah. This is a little bit of, of next of Deep Space I've seen. I haven't seen like, you know, enough to give any names, of course. Except for maybe yeah. Captain uh, Odo is the shapeshifter. Yeah. And uh Miles O'Brien is the Miles O'Brien redhead. Yeah. yeah. I like he's him. like he's like the engineer. He's uh a lot like, you know, Baylana and, and Voyager. Yeah. It's one of those shows where I like I'd catch an episode here and there. Same thing with like next gen. I watched a couple episodes here and there growing up, but I didn't like watch like I do Voyager. Yeah, yeah. Voyager, I wouldn't miss an episode. Yeah. So I just so. got done with the f- first season. I'm like halfway into the second season, but it's got the same character development too. Where all the characters are totally different. Like O'Brien, yeah, it has his personal relationship with the the ship, the space station, the computer of the space station, because it's Cardassian. So it's all totally different technology oh, than they're yeah. used to. Yeah. But I, I'm sure they. It seemed like they uploaded their program because they're speaking to the regular uh, computer voice. Uh, Roddenberry's wife, by the way. Yeah. Gene Roddenberry's wife. But it seems to respond emotionally to stuff that he's doing and, and everything. It's it's cool. The The doctor is totally different than our doctor. Yeah. Uh, our doctor, I love it. Yeah. Everybody's... It's very different cast, but you learn to, you know, grow with them and love them like Voyager did. So I'm going to so I'm gonna watch Next Gen first, and then I'll watch that one. Oh. I need to get my Voyager back on, too. It's been a bit. And, man, I just... I love that show. Yeah. I need to go to... We need to go to another one of their conventions. Mm-hmm. I'll look those up. Especially once we watch both these other series. Then yeah. Go back, go to a Star Trek convention actually knowing more about Star yeah. Trek. And then last, we'll watch Enterprise. Because everybody... When you go to the conventions, the fans of Enterprise are serious fans. Yeah. It's just that they're they're far and few in between. But when you do see them, they're huge you uh, know, fans of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, i got to watch that. I mean, I've been watching Veep. Because I'm... We've talked about this in the past. I can't I can't just watch the new season of Veep when the new season comes out. I gotta watch the old <laughs> ones lead up to it again. Yeah. Every time a new season comes out for a show I like. One of the ones I really like. Yeah. I watch the old ones, you know. Rewatch Peaky the Blinders. whole series. I watch the whole series ready. and then go I bleed into it. I love yeah. doing that. <laughs> Peaky Blinders, okay, let me watch all the old Peaky Blinders again. New one. And then when the next season comes out, I do it again. I just have to. Anyways, yeah. 
Um, so I'm doing that. I'm going through Veep. I'm doing that. You have a lot of time to watch TV. <laughs> well, I have it playing in the background while I'm doing other things. I'll clean the house, whatever I got Veep going on, stuff like that. Yeah. Veep in particular is one of those I like to hear in the background. And Drunken History. I'm watching Drunken Drunk <laughs> History right now, which is, I wish I was on that show. Yeah. It's so funny. Mm. Oh, man. I love one of these show. days, we'll have to make our own episodes. That would be great. We yeah. do we do the drunk part often. We just got to talk about history stuff and then have somebody yeah. act it out in the background. Drunken game news. We just, we just got to tweak our name. <laughs> we just got to get some beers. That's yeah. what we got to do. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it for us this week. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll catch you. Remember, it's going to be three-part episodes next week. And uh, we'll talk about all things E3. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.